If you're anything like me, your hands might be a little raw right now due to excessive hand washing. Heavy hand washing and wearing face masks for prolonged amounts of time can be hard on the skin. Ogden Clinic dermatologist Dr. Lori Ramirez gave us some excellent tips on how to keep skin soft and moisturized. Between her awesome daily at-home skin regimen and tips for getting skincare with telemedicine, Dr. Ramirez's advice will help keep your hands soft and applauding at the results. Welcome to The Daily Diagnosis, a healthy lifestyle podcast provided by Ogden Clinic. We're your prescription for health-centered conversations, stories, and advice. I'm Parker Shaw, and with the help of my team and featuring the talented providers of Ogden Clinic, you'll reach a positive prognosis for your podcast addiction by listening to The Daily Diagnosis. Well, hi, everybody. Thanks for joining us today. We are back with another interview with one of our awesome providers here at Ogden Clinic. This is Dr. Lori Ramirez. Dr. Ramirez, thanks for joining us today. Do you want to kind of tell everybody what you do for the clinic? What's your position and your practice, what what you do? I'm a dermatologist at Ogden Clinic in Mountain View, and I have a second location at the Davis Family Physicians. Awesome. Thanks for sharing that. So we wanted to connect today to talk about Uh, telemedicine and how that's being treated with dermatology and could you kind of go into how we're using telemedicine to help our dermatology patients? So telemedicine allows us to continue to care for patients during the COVID pandemic while respecting and emphasizing the importance of social distancing. Um, It's a simple and easy tool that we have available that provides patients to be in the comfort and safety of their own home And it's also a very safe um, and secure application that respects patients' privacy. Perfect. So with telemedicine, what kind of patients can you see specifically with dermatology? Dermatology, I think, is well-suited to telemedicine. There's a variety of different skin diseases that we can see. Common things like acne, um, rosacea, psoriasis. Rashes, just as eczema, for example, allergic reactions to poison oak or ivy. Um, I also have seen patients for hives and hair loss. Um, Besides those skin diseases, I also look at concerning spots or lesions for patients that are worried about cancer, such as melanoma. Okay, that's a bigger list than what I thought. I thought it was actually going to be just a couple of things, but it sounds like there's a pretty broad spectrum of things that you're able to see and treat with the telemedicine. Yes, we also um, can refill medications for patients that have been seen over a year ago. So for patients that have been um, seen over a year ago, we usually require that they come in for any future refills on their medications. So as long as it's not a pain medication or narcotics, we can easily do that on telemedicine. Awesome. Yeah, that was actually kind of linked to my next question because I know that a lot of patients might be using things such as SkinCeuticals or some maybe prescription type things. How do you work with that? Do they pick that up at the clinic or is that something that's just sent to a pharmacy? Uh, We have curbside pickup available. So if patients um, can DM me at our um, Ramirez Aesthetics at OgdenClinic.com. We can set that up for them and have it available at the curbside um, so that they don't run out of their favorite products that they like. Um, we also have uh, the ability to do consults for patients. So if a patient would like to call in um, and discuss what types of products are available and suited for their skin type, we could go over that pretty easily and come up with a regimen that's specific for their skin type. 
Awesome. That's really fancy. I love the consultations and the curbside pickup. I think that really helps with convenience and I think is a really great service that you guys can do to help them get their products that they need. So Dr. Ramirez, you mentioned that you have a couple favorite products that you're using at home. Would you mind sharing those with our audience? Oh no, I'd be happy to. Now that I have a little bit more time in my day, I definitely do a morning and an evening regimen. And so for everyone, they should be cleansing twice a day to remove all the oil, dirt, and debris. And so for me, um, I use right now this glycolic uh, renewal cleanser by SkinCeuticals. And I leave it on for four minutes. And it really just helps to get some of the dead skin to slough off and give you a little bit more of a glow in the morning. Um, the second thing that I always use, and I've been using it for a long time, is an antioxidant called the vitamin C and E, ferulic. And that really helps to continue to protect your skin from the oxidative damage um, from the surrounding environment. Um, and because I have little brown spots called lentigos, I also use this discoloration defense, which can be helpful for women who are older who really want to lighten some of the spots they've accumulated from summer. And then, of course, um, for me, I always use a sunscreen all year round, even if I'm inside most of the time just traveling outdoors. And we have a variety of different sunscreens, but one that can provide some moisture and is zinc-based and lightly tinted is, um, this is a very popular sunscreen. A lot of our patients like this a lot, both men and women. Um, so that's, that's my morning regimen. And in the evening, it's also important to cleanse. And so to remove some of the makeup and the oil that people tend to accumulate, one really good sun uh, cleanser is actually the Simply Clean cleanser. It just helps to remove even um, oil-based makeup. And for myself, it, for, for aging skin and to help promote new collagen growth, I use a, a little retinol. And so mine's is the prescription strength. And we have a variety of different strengths of retinol that you could use. Um, this is for women um, right now that has a little bit. I don't know if you could see that, but it's called Altrino. And it has a little moisturizer built in. It's very popular because it doesn't irritate the skin as much. And then the last bit is just a good moisturizer. And it differs depending on the skin type. So for me, just to restore the natural um, lipids in your skin, um, this is one of my favorites that I've been using. It's called the Triple Lipid Restore. Um, it helps just normalize the amount of lipids or oil that you have in your skin without making you feel greasy. And so that's awesome. my favorite regimen now. <laughs> I love it. Well, thank you for sharing those. And those are all products. A lot of them, like you mentioned, were SkinCeuticals. Those are available with our curbside pickup that you said, right? They're all available with curbside pickup. Yes. The other thing that I have a lot of questions about is any facial rejuvenation type of um, procedures that we offer. So as you know, right now we're not doing that and we're social distancing, so no cosmetic procedures, but we can do consults like that for Botox and fillers. Um, even lasers and chemical peels, and then set that appointment up at a later date. We could always call them when the clinic's back and running and seeing patients. Perfect. That's good to know. I think for those people, those con video consults would be really helpful and effective in doing that. Um, I wanted to ask if you were to give patients any tips on having a good visit with telemedicine, what would you suggest that they have ready so that it can go as smoothly as possible? So I, I wanted to first put a plug to the OgdenClinic.com's website because um, in case they forget anything I say, a lot of good information's on there. Um, definitely have a good Wi-Fi connection and sometimes it's better in one spot of the home versus another. Um, and make sure that the browsers um, are Google Chrome, Safari, Firefox, but not Internet Explorer as it's not supported. 
Um, and then make sure just that the webcam and the microphone is working and to limit some of the noise in the, the background. That's very important. Um, lighting's also really important. So if they have a nice big window that they don't mind sitting in front of or just some lights where it's brightest in the home, it's very helpful. Um, and also if they could find a location where they could stabilize their laptop or their phone so there's not too much motion, that, that really helps. Um, for dermatology um, in, in specifically, I have patients email a picture to me of their area of concern um, to Ramirez Telederm at OgdenClinic.com. And those pictures are so clear that it allows me to give them a better diagnosis. And okay. so when they call for an appointment, usually the schedulers will let them know that a, a picture can be emailed and I can take a look at it prior to their, to their visit. Um, and then for women who have spots on their face, it's important they don't wear any makeup because makeup okay. just makes it really difficult to see the spots sometimes that they're concerned about. Okay. Um, Those are some really great tips and pointers. I think, you know, being able to use our cameras and email and all these different resources is really an awesome way to stay connected with patients. So thanks for those pointers and uh, tips for patients. Um, I wanted to kind of take this in a different direction and ask if you could give any general advice to maybe dermatology patients or people at home that are trying to take care of their skin by not even when they're not able to go into clinic as often, what would you say to them so that they're taken care of? For sure. So first of all, everyone should be washing their hands for at least 20 seconds. Um, so the length of an alphabet song or two birthday songs. Um, and that's really important. And then also we should be cleaning our cell phone because it's like our third hand. And so those that's, that's really important. So because we're doing all of that, the skin in our hands gets extremely dry. And I've had a lot of people call in because they're prone to dryness and eczema. So one thing that's a few things that are really important first, after they've washed their hands to apply a good moisturizing cream um, and not to use a lotion, but the cream just provides a little bit more moisture to the skin. And you want to put it on soon after you dry your hands and not let the water completely evaporate. That'll keep in a lot more moisture. Um, in the evening, to use a petrolatum-based moisturizer is more helpful. Um, and the other important part is because of the hand sanitizer that has so much alcohol, our nails get really brittle. And so you want to actually moisturize your nails too. So a, a bit of um, Vaseline or Aquaphor or another healing ointment can be really helpful um, on, the, on the fingers and nails. Okay. Yeah, that's really good. Okay, so... Uh, you mentioned doing this after you wash your hands or putting on that cream after you wash your hands. Is that every single time? Because I find like sometimes I'll be washing my hands like multiple times when I'm making a meal or something like that. Or is it just several times a day? I think for most people reasonably it'd be about a few times a day, definitely before bedtime because we all have enough time to, to get into the habit of, you know, brushing our teeth and then washing our hands and moisturizing. Um, I, I always tell patients that if they could moisturize after every single hand washing, that would be the goal because I think they do it 50% of the time. Um, so the more you could do it, you know, the better. Um, if a rash does develop, though, because you're, wash, you're washing so much and not moisturizing, we can get an appointment, um, a telemedicine appointment, and usually you'd need a topical steroid prescription. Um, okay. The other thing I would say is women who do dishes or men that do dishes wear gloves 
because just having that added dish, you know, dishwashing soap on the hands dries your skin out a lot. Okay, that's really great. Great pointers and advice. Um, um, I wanted to ask, um, one thing that's become more of a hot topic has been wearing a face mask. And I know that some people have commented that, it, you know, you've seen pictures about how people get really raw on their face and sometimes behind their ears. Do you have any pointers that you could give people that wear face masks very often when they're in public so that they can avoid that rawness? So I think it depends on the type of face mask that they're using. And so really, uh, people who are out in public shouldn't be using the surgical mask. Those are reserved for healthcare workers. And so we're trying to, to save them for the people on the front line. I think a lot of those are really irritating. But if you were to have ones that you make out of cloth, they um, are a lot more comfortable, actually. And I find that they don't cause as much irritation um, because they're softer. They're made out of a softer material. Um, that being said, if, if a rash does develop, you could use a little bit of hydrocortisone um, over the counter a couple times a day just to heal it and then moisturize on top of that with a little bit of Vaseline. Um, if there's no other option and even their cloth masks is, are doing that, to use a barrier paste, it's kind of messy, but a little barrier paste that has like zinc oxide and the one I like is triple paste. Um, that awesome. can just help any irritation. Okay, thank you. Sorry, that one was kind of more on the fly, but I really appreciate that. That was a question that we got on Facebook earlier today and so I thought it'd be great to address as well. It's, um, it's interesting. Are they using, did they say what type of masks they are using? Well, one that we've put out recently is one that is a cloth mask, but it has, it's like folded over and there's, you can use like hair ties or um, elastic bands as the parts that go over your ears. So it's not really rubbing too much on the nose and I'm not supposed to be touching my face. Um, it's, it's rubbing more on the back of the ears. And so I was suggested and suggested to this particular person that they can tie it in the back so it's not rubbing as much on their, on their I ears. I see. But. Okay, so I think for that, that particular situation, I totally agree. I spent days on my vacation making face masks and the ones I made used a soft cord and so instead of tying it, I actually use a cord stopper. So then it just put the two cords and it just tightened up close to the scalp and they weren't having anything with elastic pull on their ears. That's really irritating. I don't think it's very comfortable for long-term use. So I really like the cord stoppers or you could do the ties that, that really actually work pretty well. So Perfect. yeah, that awesome. makes sense. Well, thank you. Thanks for sharing that. Um, are there any other additional pointers you'd want to give um, or tell any of our viewers? Well, if you're uncertain as to whether or not it's you're appropriate for a telemedicine visit, I would say just give our clinic a call um, at ogdenclinic.com. You can um, find the dermatologist, myself, and the others included, just to see if we could maybe help you out during this time where we're social distancing. Perfect. Well, thank you so much for meeting on this call today. I think that the advice you shared is really important for our telemedicine patients and just people in general, because I know my, I myself, my hands are suffering a little bit, and I know that we all can kind of take care of ourselves a little bit more at home. Um, so thank you for the advice you shared, Dr. Amir Mirez. Uh, you're so welcome. Perfect. Well, for those of you that have tuned in today, you can find out more information about Dr. Ramirez or telemedicine at ogdenclinic.com. Um, it's our service that's running from now, and we'll continue to put out updates about telemedicine and other topics related to um, COVID-19 as the weeks progress. Um, but thank you for tuning in and have a great day. 
Thanks for tuning into this week's episode of The Daily Diagnosis. We're so happy that you joined us today. If you would like to find more information about Ogden Clinic, our providers, or locations, visit us at ogdenclinic.com. If you're listening today from Apple Podcast app, make sure you leave us a review or subscribe so you can receive more information about the different episodes that we post. We love getting feedback from our audience, so those reviews are priceless to us. If you also would like to shout us out on social media, our Instagram handle is at Ogden Clinic. You can also send us a DM if there's a topic that you would like our providers to cover, and we really look forward to hearing from you. We post episodes weekly, so tune in next week, and we can't wait to be with you again. Have a great week.